McCowie. What up, good job? Um, you remember you remember the first day of school, like the night before the first day of school, right? That's a for sure, right? On. <laughs> um, you remember just laying down that new fit, mm-hmm. just excited to impress people when you walk through the halls, just like, damn, mm-hmm. that's me. That's me. Yeah. Um, you know, I was in high school about like I want to say six, seven years ago, so it's been a while, and mm-hmm. I don't think. I've ever woken up with that kind of excitement in a long time. Yeah, I feel you. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, I mean, yeah. like Oh, we, man. Um, oh, no. <laughs> is it too morbid? Okay. Anyway. Hey, guys. Um, hey, what up? So you're listening to Free Talk. <laughs> uh, my name over here is uh, James Cujo. Uh, my name is Macaui Macaui, and I'm kind of sad now. <laughs> um, no need to be sad. Uh, that's exactly what this podcast is going to be about. Um, pretty much free thought. Yeah, free talk. Hey, um, and just, did you uh, just come up with that on the spot? Yeah, I did. Good for you. Thanks, hey, man. look at you, buddy. Well, yeah, I hey. Shit, I didn't even think about it. That's <laughs> what I do, you know. Um, wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god. I know, right? It's um, it's kind of intense. Yeah. Like I just, I just shook myself. Wow. Like okay. I think I just deserve the W for tonight. That's a bar. <laughs> 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 we ain't doing that here. But um, no, we don't do that. But yeah, so pretty much, uh, we just want to go ahead and. You know, kind of have fun with this. Start a podcast because everyone else has a podcast, and why not? It's kind mm-hmm. of the thing. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, you guys enjoy what we talk about. Um, and yeah, we'll see where this goes from here. Yeah, our interests range from like I honestly can't even put a range on it because it's so wide. You know, the fr- from <laughs> anime to <laughs> hip hop to really morbid thoughts, like the opener to this pop the podcast pod podcast. And that is us. And I was trying really hard. So welcome. Welcome to episode one, babies. My name is Makawi. This is Kujo. And this is Free Talk on the Free Flame channel. Let's jump in, James. What was the episode? Dumb it. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, just go with it. <laughs> Fuck. Nah, I just, I, I just, okay. Anyway. I was looking for it. I was looking for it. And I barely found it. And then I lost it. And I, I looked mean, for it again. It looked like I could see the gears turning. And he was just like, I need me a free thought, free talk type of line. <laughs> And you were searching, you were digging I was hard. jealous. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, the topic today is really uh, kind of based off of our own personal lives. And the reason why I say that is because we both uh, migrated from Africa to the United States. Um, mm-hmm. I On our own, as children, <laughs> swam through the Atlantic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> at the lats of a god. Oh, you already know. I had wings. <laughs> While he was swimming, I was flying. <laughs> 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 um, corny joke, but uh, um, yikes! Uh, so you're originally from Ghana. I'm originally from Sudan. Uh, if you don't know where that is, that's fine. Nobody does. It's Northeast Africa, and um, very similar upbringings, even though it's East and West, right? Yep, pretty much. Um, in our two years of friendship so far, uh, we've come to realize that there's a lot more similarity. Similar, similar. <laughs> Try again. Similarities. <laughs> Try again. Um, yeah, there's a lot more similarities than there are differences. Mm. And one similarity we notice is kind of our upbringing when it comes to uh, being multicultural. Mm. Um, I, wa- I was one and three months, most likely, when I first landed on the United States in New York. Oh, um, you were? What? Yeah. No, you didn't come directly to Colorado? Nope. I first came to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my father was a taxi driver at the time, mm-hmm. got a job, got a CDL license, and he started uh, truck driving. Um, so then we went over to California, 
um, lived in uh, California until I turned about three and a half. And then after that, he was like, you know what? I'm kind of sick of driving trucks. So then we came over to Colorado. Why he picked Colorado? I, I don't know, but I, it's probably the best decision he's ever made because, you know, um, this this is where my roots are. Well, you know, my rerooted roots. Um, yeah. But um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of my story. But cool. Uh, mine is not that similar. I didn't jump around as much when we came to the to the states so we moved here when i was three in 1998 and um so when so the way we won the lottery it was honestly a complete uh, accident so at that time my dad was working in qatar as an accountant and uh, his friend do you know are you familiar with the diversity lottery no oh uh, yeah we yeah. have that in ghana as well cool so the way it works if you don't know what it is it's basically it's literally a lottery so you apply you you know give them a fucking passport photo whatever and then at the end of the year they randomly pick people from all over the world to, you know, basically get a green card and come to the States and live here as legal residents. And so my dad's friend applied for him randomly. And then a few months later, I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, like, y'all can go to the States. And I was like, oh, word. OK. <laughs> uh, education system's better. We dare. So we moved and we stayed. We first landed in Virginia because that's where my uncle was. Stayed with him for a few weeks and and right to Denver because, uh. My dad had a f- mutual friend with, uh, or no, a friend of a friend lived in Aurora at the time. So yeah, I see. It's been uh, been Colorado ever since. Yeah, and ever since you know Colorado, um, I've come to realize that being in a multicultural household uh, comes with its own quips, um, mm. and it definitely goes ahead and kind of plays into you know the nature versus nurture and development and how you grow as an individual mm-hmm. and what i learned in my childhood was uh you, we were not the same as the children who lived <laughs> in america <laughs> i'm saying um, it was like a just every day of your life it was just somebody just put whipped cream in their hand and just smacked you upside the head you're different <laughs> you're different you don't fit um, and and I think it's it's kind of like the the world I face now, where yeah. it's just like you're too American to be African, but you're too African to be American. Yeah. But like back when you're a child, you're just African yeah. in an African household. But then when you go to school, you're African. Um, and it was very apparent because you know the kids, you know, African booty scratcher. Well, I was just about or, to say. <laughs> and so uh, you hang out with Tarzan, and you're just like, <laughs> I mean. At the time, you know, you look back, I mean, those jokes were awful. But then mm-hmm. I was just like, that was my world. Yeah. And I tried to be like the kids. You know, I tried to assimilate um, just so. Try again. Assimilate. <laughs> um, I tried to assimilate. Yep, that's it. That's the <laughs> uh, one. Shut your ass up. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I tried to assimilate, you know, as best I uh, Try again. Um, I tried to assimilate as best I could. And what I came to realize was you couldn't do it all mm-hmm. there were some things that just because of your culture you were just always going to be different right and you had to you had to do this code switch from an early on age mm-hmm. um i remember specifically it was almost like automatic too it yeah. wasn't even you didn't think about it no. at some point I, you know i walked out of I, you remember uh cory in the house yeah uh, her name was mina i think and she would leave her house with her traditional clothing. Yeah. And as soon as she got to the school, she would just do her whole unravel thing. <laughs> and then, boom, she's in street clothes. I fell in love with her because of that. I was like, <gasps> my princess. <laughs> <laughs> I can show you the world. <laughs> but, um, 
it was it was like that but like mentally it was like right. a code switch like yeah you know as a male i didn't really have to do anything and we didn't like we, we weren't you know prince of zamunda came from coming to america and we right. wore our traditional clothing we wore jeans and the hoodies yeah but um mentally you had that same kind of uh, switch mm-hmm. um and it was actually kind of interesting now that i look back at it because i remember there was a particular moment i completely forgot that i had switched um it was back in like 2000 i think 2002 mm-hmm. um was, was that second grade? second grade second yeah grade, second right? grade and um it was when you put the hoodies or your jacket around your waist you know you took the <laughs> arms of uh the hoodie and you tied yeah. it around your waist and i it was the cool thing you know mm-hmm. um and i was just like fuck yeah <laughs> this fashion <laughs> this is high fashion tom ford ain't got shit on me with my light up digimon shoes i was in there um (laughs) digimon with every step (laughs) and (laughs) um i remember i remember all the kids would do that and then we would have our foot races and then it's just flying in the wind so you just look like you're going that much faster but then like you're the adult driving outside of the like school and you stare at the kids and they're moving at like two miles per hour but in my mind i was flying Mm. um and you know it's just the fashion style all the cool kids did that so i did it and then, you know, school would end. And then I remember I had to wait for my parents outside of the gate. So I'm walking with my friends, you know, and we're, we're all talking. And I'm just like, you know, it's, you it's know, whatever. I just got this hoodie and it's around <laughs> my waist. It's, it's it's simple. Yeah. And then I just remember the fear of God was put into me when I heard my father just say, <laughs> James. That just scared me. <laughs> I jumped a little bit. <laughs> and I was Yikes. just like. Oh, shit. You know, <laughs> because I had just realized I forgot to switch. But this was actually mm. physically. You know, there was an actual physical switch that had to be done. Right. He's like, what is around your waist? And I just, and I just, I looked at my waist. And then I looked at him. I looked back at my waist. And I was right. just like, ah, oh, nah, it's my jacket. <laughs> and he was just like, and why is it over there? And, you know, I'm in front of my friends, you know, you second grade. Like... I'm just trying to be cool. Did you want light up shoes? Um, yeah. And he just gave me the the most disgusted look. And he was like, you think I send you to school to be a gangster? <laughs> I'm just like, uh, even gangsters don't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I get made fun of by gangsters because of this. <laughs> no, seriously, it's just like, I, I try to comprehend like mm-hmm. what he had just uttered. I'm just like, what, what? What kind of gang am I in? Like, like the wasted hoodies? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> the rolling, the, what? I, I couldn't even comprehend. Like, I was just flabbergasted at that moment. Yeah. And and he he physically like removes it from my waist. Like he doesn't even Damn. allow me to take it off myself. Yeah. So he just he strips me of this identity that I tried to conform to um and you know completely puts me back in my cultural identity which isn't a bad thing you know as mm-hmm. a parent you obviously want your kids to understand their roots right. but being multicultural i think that's something that they didn't really understand as adults parenting a child who had just you know immigrated to a new country mm-hmm. well not just but like who has you know, immigrated to a new country that you need to change your parenting style oh no doubt you got to compromise yeah like, and that's something my parents don't understand or, i mean they understood it, but like, in fairness to them, when you're in a new country, you don't speak the language, you're unfamiliar with the culture. I, I get the fear aspect of it. You know, you want something that you're familiar with. You know, we're not going to just bag on them, you know, nonstop. I, I understand it. But 
also like yeah <laughs> just like compromise a little bit come on now <laughs> we only know america like and i, I remember there would be things that like and i don't want to feel like i'm rambling but like like i remember this was deep rooted um i my very first job was at king supers mm. and i was just like oh okay i and now i'm a lot older i'm 18 at this point so you would think that i've gone ahead and gotten used to you're 18 when you got the job at king supers yeah i was okay. 18 when i got the job at king supers and you would think that i i know the ins and outs when it comes to being multicultural right um and in my house we make this uh dish um that has uh, black beans sometimes fish things of that nature itself and i mean it's a delicacy you know yeah. like in the household like you smell it and you just it's like waking up sunday morning rain is falling you know like <laughs> it is it's it's a, it's a feeling it's a yeah. vibe it's a moment it's a memory um so i have this dish and i'm just like fuck yeah mama's yeah. cooking we, we we in there mm -hmm. um so i heat it up in the break room I get it ready. Oh no! I sit down. Oh no! I pop it open, oh, no. and then all you see is faces <laughs> just turning. <laughs> what? And it, <laughs> and yeah, you know, it's just <laughs> like like so. It's just faces turning, noses pointing in the air. Yeah. I'm sitting there munching, and I'm just my chewing slows down. I'm just <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> um, and then you start noticing, you're just like, what is that? You know, I'm just like, it's it's a dish, and it's just like, why does this smell like that? And I'm just like, first of all, rude as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Hold up, try again. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, first off, rude. Yeah, I'm saying, jeez. <laughs> but man. second of all, it's just like, have you never heated up food? Like, don't get me, don't get me, don't get me started. Like, yo, three bean casserole, <laughs> you know, Margaret. Like, come on now. Yeah, fuck all your casseroles. Um, but yeah, and to them, it was just so odd to smell such an aroma. And it wasn't in the sense of like, oh my God, that smells so good. Mm. It was just more of like, this is foreign. Yeah. And we want you to understand that this is a foreign smell to us. <sighs> James, how can you just have a peanut butter sandwich? <laughs> just like, man, just get a Popeye's biscuit and choke on it. Like, <laughs> like just the rest of us. It's like, no, it's no, Tuesday. Don't drink the water. Don't drink the water. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> um, so, and I just remember that in and of a sense, or even just like staying out late. Like, yo, have you had that issue? Oh, my. That's every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, what in particular? Man, okay, so the assumption is... Let me... I'm going to take a swig. Okay. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. Why? Why? <laughs> <sighs> well, it's for the enjoyment of the podcast. This is um, Free Talk ASMR version. <laughs> um, uh, so... Ever since I was little, right, um, my parents coming from Sudan, I mean, it's not, I'm not going to say it's like safe, but it's also not, it's not a dangerous place. It's, you know, you, you knew all your neighbors, you knew, you know, you had family all over the place. So even your neighbor sometimes was your family and it doesn't even, you weren't scared for where your kids were mm -hmm. usually. So coming from that to a place where you don't like, dude, I've been living next to these people for the past 10 years. <laughs> I don't know their names. I just know it's a white guy and his Asian girlfriend or his wife. I don't even know if they're married. <laughs> <laughs> just like he's kind of like maybe mid 40s. She's kind of like 30s. I don't even know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's my point. <laughs> We've been living next to them for like, no, 15 years, bro. Not a single just just away from far away. Like, hi. Um, anyway, coming from a country where you knew your neighbor's cousin's cousin to a country where you can live next to somebody for 20 plus years and not know them personally. Mm hmm. To them, it was very scary. So what that translated to was like, if I stayed out, you know, growing up, 
past a certain time. As you get older, that time slowly starts increasing. But even as a grown ass adult, it's still pretty low. Um, to them, what that meant was like, oh, shit, he might be killed. <laughs> <laughs> he might. Or worst case, if they don't trust you because of some bullshit, because, you know, African parents hold grudges because mm-hmm. God forbid they let go of anything. <laughs> but um, if they didn't trust you, they're like, oh, shit, he's out there getting high, you know, fucking this, fucking that, doing this, drinking that. And that was the fear. So if I ever stayed out, you know, past what they expected. I knew when I would go home, like, I would have an earful. And I was just, and none of my American friends understood that. Exactly. None of them understood they're that. Like, like, they're like, oh, wow, you're like 17. You still <laughs> listen to your parents like that? I'm like, um, last I checked, I live under their roof. Um, I don't have a car. I don't have a job yet. <laughs> oh, I remember. So my father, you know, we kind of had, had an agreement and, I saved my allowance that he gave me, so rightfully mm-hmm. it's his money, but technically <laughs> it's mine. Right. Um, and I saved money. He was like, if you can save $1,000, I'll get you a car. And I'm just like, say less. Like, the heck? All <laughs> I, I eat, bag of Cheetos a day. Like, lunchtime ain't a thing. Um, <laughs> so I was able to, you know, hold up my end of the bargain, and I got the $1,000, and he was just like, hey, just give me the $1,000, and, you know... <laughs> Oh, no, and we got this. <laughs> oh no, it's not. It's this is not one of those type oh, okay. of stories. African <laughs> parents. Because I'm like that should happen to me before. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I come back get. and it was my very first car. I called her Christy. Ooh, um, and it was a Chevy Cavalier, mm. to um, you know, a coupe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, "Fuck yeah!" You know, like <laughs> I saved a thousand dollars. I ate vending machine baked hot Cheetos for lunch. <laughs> uh, this is me. Right. Like I worked for this. Like it felt good because you know in African households, like everything you did, you had to work for. It's just yeah. like, oh, you want new shoes? Well, let me see them A's. And you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, I didn't know. You know, I needed, I need shoes to get to school, Dad. But, papa, but you, Papa, my soles, my soles are falling off. It's like, but, but my feet. <laughs> it's winter time it's, like, it's denver it's winter time it's like you want a coat you, you want to be warm <laughs> but um let me see that second a <laughs> and then you get three a's it's like why didn't you get four and it's just like i took three classes what do you mean <laughs> but um oh, so i i get the car and i'm just i'm loving it and i get the whole license registration mm-hmm. like everything's gucci um and then there's my my dad starts dating this um lady mm-hmm. um and i didn't respond soon enough to one of his text messages cuz i went cuz i did after school activities and yeah. my my friends were just like yo we actually got into a tennis club so we don't have to play at this you know rackety jank you know court that we always play at at school mm-hmm. um we can go to this tennis club and it's indoor courts and i'm just like yo that is an experience that I've never had before. I am so down. So we go to the tennis club, and it is as amazing as they're ex- uh, explaining it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, indoors, insulated, smells great, smells like fresh tennis balls that you just opened. Um, had a freaking It's sauna. a weirdly nice smell. I know, right? I don't, I don't play tennis, nor do I care about it. <laughs> but but here in your car just... <laughs> <laughs> Nylon. <laughs> <laughs> Is it even nylon? I don't fucking know. You just anyway. hear a copper doot doot doot. <laughs> like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. And these are just tennis balls. I promise I don't have a drunk problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I have 
I have this experience. Has saunas. Has a hot tub. Like Damn. no, it's what, a full on go? like tennis club. Is this a country club? Yeah, it's like a country club on Monaco. Um, I think it's on Monaco and Yale. Um, How uncomfortable did you feel being the only black person there? Probably I wasn't. That's really? a, another thing. Like it wasn't it, all rich old white it, people. It, it wasn't all rich old white people. It oh, was yeah. just it was multi like there was multicultural people there. So we're in the country club, and you know multiple multiple ethnicities, multiple type of characters, women, you know, men, kids, old and young. Like it's just it was just a great environment, mm-hmm. and we put our phones in lockers because it's just like, hey, I'm playing on the courts and I'm gonna be in the sauna, then I'm gonna be in a hot tub. Like mm-hmm. I'm not bringing my phone for this, and this yeah. was the before the day of Instagram and Snapchat when you actually lived life. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. <Bruh>. <laughs> so. <Hot> take. <laughs> That's a bar. <laughs> oh God! All right. Um, so we do that, and then I I'm like, yo, this is amazing. Okay, we're getting ready. I open up my phone and it's father, and you just have 43 missed yo. phone calls. I know that too. And well. then like third, like you know, he can't text. Um, so I have like 13 <laughs> messages, yeah. and all from the same thought. <laughs> this is just like, hey, James, where? Ah, uh, you, <laughs> and then like it's it's just it is just oh, discombobulated. It. Message three came after message six, <laughs> and you just you're just what James? Um, are you where? <laughs> <laughs> so and I'm just like oh crap. So then I call him just like hey what up? And he's just like what do you mean? And I'm just like what's up? You you called him like anything? What's what's the problem? He's like why are you not home? And I'm just like. I, I went to play tennis. And he's like, <laughs> why are you out playing tennis? Do you see that time? Just goes in on me. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. I'll, okay, I'll head home. So, mm-hmm. you know, you do the shameful thing with your friends. He's like, hey, guys, I kind of got to go. And they're like, what? Like, we just got here. Mm-hmm. Like, we won't get this chance again. Right. And it's just like, yeah. And he's like, do you know what time it is? And I'm like, yeah, it's like 730. And there's like, exactly. <laughs> like, who? Like the sun's still out. <laughs> my curfew is 11. <laughs> What's a curfew? <laughs> Oh man, and it was the worst. So I, I leave, and I'm just all frustrated. And I'm listening to like the most ghettoest of music because I'm just trying to film myself. It's just like, <laughs> just oh, just yeah. So I finally get there, and all my teenage angst, and I, and I see him, and he's walking out the door of the apartment complex as I'm walking in. I'm just like, hey, what's going on? And he just gives me the cold shoulder. And I'm just like, of course. you just called me to drive <laughs> all the way down here. And then I get the cold shoulder, yeah. and I'm just like, so what's up? And you're just like, you you know what? Give me the keys. And I'm just like, well, how am I supposed to get in the house? You know, just being a smart aleck. Yep. And he's just like, you know what I mean? Give me the keys to the car. I'm just like, why? You know? Um, and that was the first time, like, you know, I got something take, uh, taken away from me mm-hmm. that I earned under the, you know, the whole concept of, like, earning things in the house. Right. He's like, I I bought your car and blah, 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 this, and I can take this. You're under my roof. You don't listen to my rules. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is the first time right. that we've had issues. <laughs> now I don't listen to rules with an S? Like, why Yo, is this zero to 100 real quick? Seriously. Real um, quick. So I, I sit there. I'm just like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go in the house. This is all going to blow over. And my guy did not blow this over. <laughs> um, so long story short, mm-hmm. uh, it's the night of homecoming. Oh, I had wow. already promised everyone, you know, in the beginning of the week, yeah, I can go ahead this Saturday, drive to homecoming. So now I'm getting a lift from my sister and, you know, me and four of my guy friends are just cramped in the back. And it's just lame, you know. Um, and, the, and the entire time it's just like, why did your dad take away the car? 
Well, <laughs> why did understand. you understand? <laughs> like, and I'm just like, well, you know, this happened and that happened and rules and I broke one rule, but I broke multiple rules. So, and, that, <laughs> and you know, it's yeah, yeah, hard yeah. to explain. They're just like, well, that doesn't make any sense at all. I'm just like, well, that will never make sense to you. But like, I don't know how to explain that to you. So just <laughs> stop asking. Um, yeah. And that part itself is the hardest like and i mean people can be like oh no that's not just a cultural thing like everyone walks you know ha- everyone has a different walk in life like mm-hmm. some things you just can't explain them like i get that but there's something about our culture that says that this shouldn't be blown out of proportion in your eyes but in my eyes that that is the big taboo you know what it is though man i don't think it's i don't think it's like the respective african culture i think it's the African living in America culture. Because mm-hmm. um, I've spent a year in Sudan. Like when I was in sixth grade, we went to Sudan for a year. And, um, you know, for school to learn our language, learn our, cult- our culture and everything like that. And it was like the first time I really got a sense of how people lived in Sudan, right? And I went there thinking like, oh, okay, it's just a country full of my parents. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just very strict rules. Bro. My cousins did whatever the fuck they wanted. And I would look at them like, yo, mama ain't going to say shit. My auntie ain't going to call you out of nowhere and be like, come on, yalla, yalla. <laughs> and no, bro, nothing, nothing. Like, they, I would be hanging out with my cousins late at night, just randomly going to like an ice cream uh, shop or whatever the fuck. Nothing. No. We come home, roll back as if nothing happened. My parents wouldn't, you know, bat an eye. No, you're and then we come right. to this country. I get a call at seven o'clock. Hey, it's almost sunset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, I understand. It's like I'm gonna need uh, that same energy you had, like a hundred thousand miles away. I'm, I'm gonna need saying. that right here, please. <laughs> I'm literally within walking distance of the house. Cause like in Ghana, Ghana is the same thing. You know, back when I was uh, the last time I was there, I was I think eleven or twelve. Um, and my mom and dad pretending like I was their like a stepchild or a foster <laughs> child. Like I wasn't a kid to them. No, they they were just like, yeah, bye. Because <laughs> you know, back you know, in in her home, mm-hmm. the village raises the child. It's not just the parent. And like yep. eh, disclaimer, I was not in no hut. It wasn't <laughs> a village. I had concrete buildings, paved roads. <laughs> like I hate the like perception of like Africa you know how Simba and Mufasa like shut up. <laughs> shut up. Fuck out of here. Anyway, I um, mean I will say our village is Sudan didn't have <laughs> all paved roads. Some of them were just dirt roads, but that's that's a different story. <laughs> you know that's a governmental negligence story. <laughs> Yeah, north hmm. northeast compared to west, you know, Nigeria, Ghana, Boomin, yeah, the rest of the, the rest of the entire the continent. The rest of us are struggling. <laughs> but um, so yeah, we would walk the streets, man. I, we would play pranks on taxi cabs, um, at two o'clock in the morning. So in Africa, when it comes to calling a cab, you know, it's not like hey taxi, you know, it's a, so you would just do the sound instant. And it, it shook the fuck out of me as a kid because yeah. I'm just like, how the fuck you hear that? <laughs> Your windows are rolled up. You I'm see saying. a taxi drive right past you. Yeah. My uncle would be like, Psst. and then you see the red tail lights turn on and they stop. <laughs> and it was a joke where we would sit in the darkness. Oh, no. At the edge of the street. <laughs> and then when a taxi would come Psst. and then we would not move. <laughs> so the taxi would drive. Stop. Yeah. Look. 
and then when it starts to peel off again, psst, yeah. and then it'll stop again. Bro, <laughs> me and my cousin used to do that shit. It was on on the the buses in Sudan. You, it's kind of similar. You go ks, ks, mm-hmm. to stop them at your stop, right? So me and my cousin would sit in the far back and just. The bus would stop. People will get their schedules fucked up by like 20, 30 minutes by the time they get to their destination. And me and my cousin are just sitting in the back like, oh no, our stop is over there. That wasn't me. Who, who, who snitching? Anyway, I was just it? laughing at the inconvenience of others. <laughs> I'm saying people were just trying to live their lives, man. We were just but little assholes. Homie, homie was like, I'm sorry, dear. I have to go make this bread. It's like, you're always out driving. It's just like, I need to make money. And now he on the road and a couple of hooligans. <laughs> oh, yes. We can pay our electric bill. Damn it. <laughs> just like someone is literally oh, ripping shit. out the hair. Like, I just need one more pickup. This bill is due in 20 minutes. If I can get one more. Pi- oh, God. Here it is. Wait, where are they? I don't. Oh, Psst. no. Uh, what? What? Nani? Meanwhile, you just have three little grown ass men <laughs> just dying. <laughs> I'm saying, but you're, but you're absolutely right. The lifestyle there is so much different mm-hmm. um, and is a lot a lot more free when Ironically, it comes to, right? Yeah. And then you come to America. My, my mom, bless her soul, like I love her to death, mm-hmm. um, but she gets paranoid by everything same um and i have to thank america's most wanted for her paranoia because <laughs> when that woman stepped foot in america mm-hmm. that was her number one streamed show well wow all she watched Even before what was his ho- the host's <laughs> name was like john walsh or something like that it just remember. just dug in my like cranium just back <laughs> the back of my head i can't get the theme song out because like i would be sitting in my room reading a book actually doing homework yeah and then my mom was like hey Hey, America's Most Wanted is on. Come, hurry up. Turn on the volume. Uh And then my ass got to sit there watching how Mr. John Craig went ahead and killed his wife and kids and is on the run and he's in Colorado. (laughs) And then now my life is fucked up. Oh, man. I can't go. have freedom when we move. (laughs) I can't go get the mail from the front of the door because front of the door, not even the yard. We didn't have a mailbox (laughs) at the edge of the yard. It was the front of the door. I can't go get that because America's Most Wanted said Mr. John Craig in the neighborhood. And he out here killing people. <laughs> open your door. Stab, <laughs> stab, 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 stab. I was too loud right into the microphone. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Oh, just, no. just literally like, okay, you know what? I know what she said, but Amazon delivers. <laughs> In four hours oh, now, no. I can get my package tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna risk it real quick. Uh, ding dong! Oh, hey, I'm looking out the blinds. It's an Amazon truck. There it goes. Hey, this is safe. It's I see it. It's right there. Yeah. I'm just gonna open this up. And damn it, yo, foiled again. Oh man. <sighs> yeah so the experience itself i mean we can go on and on about it but i want to go ahead and cut that short and kind of wrap that up in the sense of the experience itself isn't bad you know it's gone no, ahead no, and create no. who, created who we are as individuals and given us the character that we have today and i won't renounce or deny any part of who i am oh god no it's uh it's the reason like we were more <laughs> aware of ourselves and the world around us at a very young age like I remember being called like 
old yeah. when I was a little kid because yep. I'm like, oh no, I know how the world works because my parents have instilled the fear of God <laughs> and earth in me. <laughs> so I'm well aware how shitty you are, Jimmy. <laughs> Fuck you. The fear of God and John Craig who murdered 13 people <laughs> in his robe of the streets of Colorado. Oh, I'll um, tell you, man. But no, you're absolutely right. And now, you know, I go ahead and introduce myself. I'm just like, hey, my name is James Cujo, born in um, born in Ghana, uh, raised in the States. You know, mm-hmm. I know my home, but I also know, you know, where I, I reside. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's who I am. I honestly can't deny that. And even if I speak to a, a Ghanaian and they're just like, yo, you are lost. And it's just like, how am I lost <laughs> when I know exactly where I come from mm-hmm. and I know exactly where I am? You know, it's just like the journey is about where you're going to be, not necessarily where you've come from. Right. You know, so there's a there's a very I mean, and it's not easy. It's not it's not an easy like thing to come to that realization. Like, I'm sure this has been years in the making (laughs) for you to reach that like comfort and and confidence in like where you're from and where you are now, because I know that it took me a long time to like reconcile these two conflicting, not conflicting, but just very different cultures. Mm hmm. And um, it took time, but eventually, you know, you start realizing who you are and you are a combination of both, which also makes you neither. And there's a weird sense of freedom not belonging to anything, but also kind of belonging to everything. Does that make sense? Because you you create your own identity in that ambiguity, Mm -hmm. Um, in that space of just, I don't know, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, this creation comes alive. You Dr. Frankenstein, your own kind of reality. And now, hey, I'm a mixture of this and that. And you know i take the good and the bad from both sides and i am now this new individual and yeah. and, and as weird as it sounds it's it's like crossbreeding yeah <laughs> well you're not wrong <laughs> like it's it's very not i mean don't get it twisted there are times where it's it's very hard like even now as a grown ass man when i visit sudan it's there are times where i like i struggle and from day to day just here in denver there are times where i struggle but you know, when I, when I really take a step back and realize, oh, I mean, even with the bad, there's a lot of good that came out of this. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I especially realize that when I have something to add to other people's conversations, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Like my experiences, although maybe, you know, they're not the same as, you know, person X or person Y, because I'm coming from a multicultural background, because I've struggled with identity for so long, at this point in my life, I can empathize with everybody. I can add to somebody else's conversation and keep it going. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and that's something cool too. You know, not <sighs> positives and negatives with everything, I guess. So what you're just trying to say is that we're pretty dope. We're <laughs> fucking <laughs> awesome. Don't get it twisted. Internet, we're so dope. So dope. I've been told I need to be more confident and, and I'm trying. <laughs> yep. I've I've been told that uh you know, due to my my shyness, um, I need to go ahead and step out and become a leader. So uh, here is Ew. me embracing the confidence <laughs> and, uh, you know, adding the self-proclaimed titles of uh, being dope. <laughs> <laughs> being dope. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, hey, um, if you stuck it out, this is almost like an hour, I think. Oh, dead ass? Hour. Like, no, 40 minutes. Oh, okay. That's yeah, we have 40 minutes. That's cool. Um, if you stuck it out for 40 minutes for two randos, I mean, you're a real one. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank and you. Th- with this newfound confidence, I just want to say thank you. And um, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Look at me. Look. look. I love you. I, I, thank you. 
Damn. <laughs> God, <laughs> stop it. You guys will understand where that comes from sooner or later. But, um, you know, from Macau. Right in my ear. Yeah. How dare you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, from uh, Macaulay and myself. Wait. Um, oh. There's social media stuff to do. <laughs> oh, there's Hey, some. follow us on Instagram. <laughs> wait, wait. You got to do the YouTube thing. Time to pay for some bills. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Smash that like button, bro. <laughs> and time to hang on. So, uh, so we, if you're tuning in now, uh, if that seemed odd, we just cut a lot out because <laughs> we're trying to stay open for sponsors. Uh, don't do that either. Ah, that feels That's so odd. That's definitely staying it. That is, oh, I'm Why? cringing. Anyway, Why? so Free Flame That's Productions on That's YouTube That's and IG. Go ahead and uh, follow us and uh, check us out. We have hey. some skits up there. Um, that's how this kind of came, you know, to life. We uh, do we do skits. We do um, skits. <laughs> and, we do, <laughs> and we do skits. And we do skits. And we think we're funny. And I think you'll think we're funny. Just check us out. Let us know what you think. Uh, leave comments. Leave some hate comments. Like, that would be cool. I feel like. Yeah, we haven't answered a single hate thing at all. I mean, we haven't gotten any. That's um, what I mean. Let's not jinx ourselves. Listen, here's how I've thought about this. The moment we get a dislike or a hate comment, that's how we made it. Damn. Think about haters. Right? Are our motivators. Oh, don't do that. Ew, <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. Dude, I've haters. been like spiking the volume so much by like moving in and out. Oh my god. I get too excited. Anyway. Yeah, leave us some hate comments. <laughs> Let us know we made it. <laughs> I love how the entirety of this podcast was like you know it's all free and there was a, a point to it and now it's just derailing <laughs> left and right train to busan psych <laughs> just like oh where are we going with this but yeah um go ahead follow us on ig at free flame productions that's with an s at the end i'm mm-hmm. um, same with uh youtube mm-hmm. um also we do photography on the side so if you guys want to check out some of our work go ahead and um, check us out on iso.vp that's at ISO I S O dot V P. Doesn't that at symbol have a name like it's like ampersand or something like that? Mm-hmm. Ah, see, I learned something. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, ISO I S O. So that's India Sierra Oscar dot V P Victor Papa. <laughs> Just had to make sure they knew, man. Papa, Papa. Uh, right, yeah. Check out our uh, photos and. Uh, um, yeah, check us out. Let us know what you think. Honestly, like uh, jokes aside, um, we like criticism. So yeah, follow us on Earthen, like Adis. If you like it, smash that like <laughs> button, bro. Um, What's up, oh, YouTube? God, no, <laughs> no. I love Peter McKinnon. Yeah, he's uh, dope. Uh, anyway, God, um, that was so shameful. It was very. Oh God, where's very, my shame? 2019 is the year. We're dope. We are dope. Yeah. All right. So uh, uh, by the time this comes up hopefully it's on like itunes and google play we're still figuring that out um we're not very prepared but we got it we'll figure it out why because we're dope bye all right well i do want to thank you for uh, tuning in you guys have a good one and see you next week yes, yes.